0: What's up, guys? Me and Lou here, still ready to cover more football. In this episode, we're gonna talk about which teams need to have a successful off season. And the way we're kind of breaking this down is we're going through one team in each division. Uh, gonna talk about their cap space positions they really need to improve upon, uh, their draft picks, and what situation they necessarily are in the off season and why they need to be so successful. So, Lou, you want to hop in with one AFC team first?
1: AFC, ooh.
0: So if the AFC East,
1: I took the Bills. Uh, I just think that they were so close, like so, so, so close um, that they do need to just make the right adjustments uh, and get the right people. I mean, uh, they, have a, they have 83 million in cap space, which is, like, unbelievable. You don't have to sign Josh Allen until next season, yeah. which they will obviously do. Uh, but they're losing a couple guys as well. Uh, Shaq Lawson, uh, the kid Clavion Johnson, and the Adrian Waddell. Those are guys who are going to be free agents, so God knows if they're going to pay them or not. And and they have the 22nd pick in the draft, so I just think that they have, uh, they really need to get receivers and they really need to improve uh, just the defense overall and kind of stiffen it up because it was good. But like I said, they're just this much away. Like they're so close that I feel like if they don't at least put half of that money. Into shoring up like the
0: offense for Josh Allen, it's going to be a complete waste. Oh no, I definitely agree, and I'm going to hop in with an AFC East team too, um, and that's the Miami Dolphins, Lou. These this team has 12 draft picks, three in the first six, uh, three in the first round, and then six in the first 70 picks. So I mean, mm. talk about a team that can really con- control the draft, yeah. and then that's what i'm talking about them having 90 million in cap space i think i think the argument with miami was that they just last year really weren't going to be that talented of a team and they weren't they weren't trying to lose though like yeah. they they were trying to establish winning football and even though the record didn't show that i think that you know that they kind of i don't want to say reached their goal but they definitely pushed it you know what i mean that team was was supposed to be the worst team in football last year mm-hmm. and Going to the five pick, I, I think, speaks wonders about what Brian Flores was really doing there. Um, I, I think with them locking up Devontae Pocket that they won't try and get a receiver early. But I definitely think that uh, getting a running back would be helpful. Obviously, more offensive linemen and clearly like a, a direction at the quarterback position would mm-hmm. be nice. Um, but, but more help in that secondary, in that front seven, just kind of rushing the passer. We, we saw the Patriots fall off last year. The Bills definitely stepped up. The Jets were supposed to be better than they were last year. But I think that this is Miami's year that they really need to win and yeah. really need to be successful, you know? But I'm going to hop in with an AFC North team, Lou. In, at the beginning of last year, I was really hurt. the beginning of last football season, I was really hurt because Odell wasn't a giant. I was in Florida when the trade happened. I'm going down to Florida on Saturday, um, <laughs> and, and I just really don't want to be blessed with any more bad news. So I, I think the Browns, I gave them a two-year window to kind of win with uh, Landry, with Odell, with um, Chubb, Baker, you know, all these guys. They have eight draft picks this year, and they have $60 million in cap space. If they can't solidify the offensive line and build around Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward in that defense— they're in trouble. They're seriously in trouble. Uh, they're going to have to sell on all their guys after this season if if they can't really make things work, which is why I think that they need to have such a successful season. Now, we talk about the Browns just really being a team that really can never pull it together, always have talent on paper, but the organization just kind of a mess, like we were talking about with the Knicks earlier, or mm-hmm. you can even refer to another organization like the Redskins. Uh, I think the Redskins are really going to try and build – a, a solid organization around Ron Rivera because I don't think he would have went there otherwise, you know what I mean? Um, but but they're going to try and give Kevin Stefanski of uh, the Cleveland Browns every opportunity he can to to improve that offensive line and, and make winning consistently uh, yeah. with, with the Cleveland Browns, you know?
1: Yeah, so for the NFC North, I mean, the AFC North, I have the Ravens. Uh, just because they have $30 million to spend, but they're losing a lot of guys. Or oh, they have a lot of guys who could leave. Jimmy Smith, Tony Jefferson, they they're gonna tag Jude on it, and we don't know what they're gonna do with him. Yeah, they
0: they'll definitely trade him.
1: Yeah, and it just and I feel like momentum is everything, and it's just I think they said I think it's sixty percent of the teams every year uh that made the playoffs the year previously don't make it. Yeah. And I just think if you you got bounced on the first round with Lamar Jackson, kind of taking everyone by storm, and everything was perfect. You didn't get hurt at all. Every tight end worked. The line was great. The defense was great. And it's just like, you have to recreate that. You have to recreate the perfection that you had, or we're going to see a significant drop-off. Like, if Lamar isn't surrounded by everything he needs exactly when he needs it, they're not going to be as good as they were and. Pittsburgh gets Big Ben back. The Browns have a lot of a lot of room to to maneuver and get better. So I mean, the, the the gap wasn't that big. I'm pretty sure Cleveland beat them twice. Yeah. And the Steelers give them tough games, especially when they're healthy. So I think it's important for them just to draft well and do the best they can and just make sure, like, hey, we we need to make sure Lamar is as comfortable as possible and that everything is is according to plan because if
0: it's not we could see a, a tennessee game all over again no you definitely could Lou. i'm gonna come in the asc south Yeah. <laughs> i think the team that's going to win the offseason the most lou i i think the colts need to have a successful yeah. offseason they really do um not that, not that we expected more from them this year because the whole Andrew Luck thing really kind of threw everything off. Telling um, <laughs> But they, they have nine draft picks and 85 million in cap space. And I know you agree with me with everything I'm saying as far as the Colts go. I mean, yeah, they got some defensive pieces. Yeah, they've, they've hit on a lot of draft picks. Um, but defensively, I mean, Rockison didn't really transfer over to kind of yet, what no. they thought was going to have like as far as a first-year impact went. Um, but, but you know, corners, corner definitely of any position is a, is a position that would definitely take multiple years years you know to kind of establish and, and develop your role you know yeah. um but but I think even at, at like the safety position we know Darius Leonard is really good mm-hmm. but that defensive line Lou it's going to be so important they need to yeah. get they need to get a, an elite pass rusher this year um, if if the Bucks don't tag Shaq Barrett I really hope that they would pursue him I mean mm-hmm. 19 and a half sacks last year uh you you can't fake that you know what yeah. I mean um, and I think getting getting an extension done for ty helton because he's a free agent after this year i think that would be important and along with that you know i think ty takes the top off of defense i think you need to get a a possession guy they signed Funches to kind of really try and do that i I like mac as a running back um but pick a direction at the quarterback position follow it and then just kind of shape around that you know absolutely yeah i mean we have to use the money and we
1: have to use uh, the draft picks. I mean, we have good draft capital. We have the 13th pick, the 34th, and the 44th. Um, and the only thing I'm happy about is we're not the free agents we're losing. Our guys, we can afford to lose. Ebron, he's not worth nine million a year yeah. to us. Uh, and we just signed um, Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle to a great deal. To a great deal. Funches, he never played. It. He played one game with us. He was hurt. Jabal Sheard, torn ACL all last season. The only guy I don't want to lose is Clayton Gathers because I feel like we can't lose anybody on that defense. That's Crucial, but yeah, I'd get a line, get someone on the line. I'd even trade for Ngakwe. I'd get Clowney. If not, just, like you said, pick a direction, get a receiver in the draft, and then whatever you don't sign in the off season, like if you don't get a defensive end, uh, get one in the draft, and then get a D-tackle. You know what I mean? Lou,
0: would you give up one of your second-round picks for Ngakwe? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would. All of them. I definitely them. take them all. No, take I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give them all because we only really got two so. <laughs> yeah, but but that's what I mean. I think I think two two second round picks are, are very valuable. And I mean, obviously the Jaguars want something for Ngakwe, and that's why they tagged him. But he does. He definitely doesn't want to play there. You know. Yeah. So, if if
1: they if I knew AJ Boyer was getting handed off for a fourth round pick, I would have threw a third in there.
0: Dude, I, I wish the Giants kind of make some noise with Boyer too, but I guess. I guess from, from what I've read and seen in sources and reports is that uh, that's where he really wanted to go. Yeah. That's where Boye wanted to go. So so I guess that that showed a little class by, by Jacksonville. But uh, I'm, I'm sure Nick Foles knows everything about class when it comes to Jacksonville, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> please. But I'm, I'm going to come in with my last AFC team, Lou, and, and that's the Vegas Raiders. I mean, we really have to talk about them as the Vegas Raiders now. Um, yeah, we do. The stadium looks really cool. I mean, I know it's not done yet, but it's in the works. Um, but they have seven draft picks and five in the first 100 picks oh. I mean that's so that's so crucial so substantial they got a hit on some of those guys uh, Max Crosby was good last year Jacobs was good last year Abram sadly got hurt but I think he's gonna be a promising guy and I mean 50 million in cap space I think if they get a receiver they they need to commit to the quarterback yeah. position I feel like that that's really what's throwing a lot of this off um, but they found a hidden gem at tight end with Waller you know what I mean if they if they get a a Receiver, a linebacker, maybe a a secondary corner that that can help cover. I I think that that team is is primed to be better next
1: year. Yeah, I'm gonna throw a crazy prediction out there. If Tua drops past the first seven, that he's going to the Raiders. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt. No, no, no. Like if he falls because of the medical, I wouldn't doubt Gruden takes the shot. Because nah, he, love, he loves that Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Dude, imagine he went there. That'd be Dude, crazy. That wasn't a bad accent. I'm not bad with the Gruden. I'm <laughs> no Frank Caliendo. Maybe later. <laughs> but for the A.C. West, I have the charges. Uh, they have 51 million cap space, which is like good, but it's like you have to sign a quarterback or draft one. Yeah. And they kind of, I mean, you're losing Adrian Phillips. Uh, he's not going to come back. Hunter Henry's probably not going to come back. And Melvin Coden is definitely not coming back. So it's like you're you're a one trick pony at running back, which was good for them. We we saw that Austin Eckler could carry a load. You have good offensive pieces now. It's like, what do you do with that? You need a line. You need a quarterback, and you really don't have any great linebackers there either. So they kind of have to use that sixth pick wisely. It's like, like I like I have them in the mock draft. You guys gotta go listen. <laughs> I have them taking a quarterback. You don't know who because yeah. you didn't listen. <laughs> um, but I do think they could sign someone, and I think that. Uh, just to have a backup, I think they're good enough to win now with those pieces. Like God forbid Brady did go there. I think they make the playoffs. Like no, I think they have the talent.
0: Yeah, they, they definitely couldn't. I think that's more of a a, a destination for for Brady than, than people are really considering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, before I hop in with any of the NFC guys, though, I really just want to give some some of our, our, our friends and fans like a, a shout out because our engagement on the top five favorite. NBA players and NFL players was awesome So so thank you guys for that um, We're going to keep on trying to find unique ways To kind of keep you guys engaged And listen to everyone else's opinion Along with ours, you know um, yeah. But let's hop in with the NFC And i got to start with the NFC East And I think we know who needs to have a successful offseason In this division you do. And, that, and that's the New York football Giants Nine draft picks, four in the first, 100 picks. Um, I, I think that that's crucial because what we're trying to establish with all of our former head coaches and, and new head coach yeah. um, is winning winning football, and we haven't seen that in a couple of years. Um, I, I, we're running out of Saquon's prime. You know, Daniel Jones is on a rookie contract. I really think that those two guys are our future. I mean, we, we locked up Sterling Shepard. I'm really confused in what they're going to do with Golden Tate because i you know, we still talk about the giants as, as a team that still needs a receiver and we're paying him $10 million a year. Um, so if he wants to stay around fine, but he definitely needs to be on the field and improve his play. If not, let's ship him. Let's get some draft picks, you know? Um, but I I think, I think the giants are going to go in a different direction as far as the tight end goes. Uh, you know Evan Ingram. You know he, he gets hurt and misses six seven games every single year, and mm. it's tough. If we can get some value or, or draft capital, or even package him w- with like a fifth round pick for Ngakwe, I mean I, I think that that would be something that the Jags would would listen to at least, and maybe maybe a higher pick too. Um, but we'll see. Uh, a lot of a lot of our decisions are going to uh, depend on our decision on Leonard Williams. You know we gave up a third and either a fourth or a fifth uh, for him depending on if we sign him back or not, which is cool. Um, but we need a premier pass rusher right now. We need a linebacker right now. And if we don't draft a, a, a secondary guy, then we need to invest that in, in free agency and, and find some guys that are going to put together winning consistent football. Um, we definitely need tackles. I think Nate Soldier stays another year, and, and maybe we should try and move him to the right side. But that first round, I think we definitely go defense. And, and our next pick, I think it has to be an offensive lineman. No. So I, I think that that's definitely what it's going to be. and I'm sick of watching the Giants stink. so so we need a successful offseason. But what's your NFC East team?
1: So they all could use an improvement. This is the division that needs the most improvement in the offseason. Every team has something they have to deal with. Fair enough. But I think it's the Eagles, just because they only have $45 million in cap space. Dobby, Jason Peters, and Jalen Mills are all unrestricted free agents. It's like, do you really want Carson uh, Wentz to go without Jason Peters? It's like, no, yeah, but like he's getting up there in age, and it's like Ronald Dombey was horrible last season. Jalen Mose was even worse like that it's like you you kept the same uh defensive coach and the same cornerbacks uh coach. it's like what <laughs>
0: yeah and no, it's like, you're right
1: and you have forty five million to resign those same poop dudes or draft and get better dudes who you hope on poop with the coaches who were consistently poop with the poop dudes. <laughs> so it's a lot of poop over there in Philly. But it's just like... We're just having a poopy day. Yeah, they need a receiver. <laughs> um, They don't have great draft picks. And it's just like, man. they it, It's corners and wide receivers, and that's it. Yeah. They really, really... Like, their old line is okay. They they found the running back. Uh, They don't need to sign Jordan Howard back. They can let him walk. But, man, they need to fill those two positions. And if they just bring back the same guys on decent team deals it's going to be the same thing all over again. Mm -hmm. And they don't have enough money to go out there and kind of make a big splash in the cornerback market. So, yeah, I don't see it uh, getting a lot better. But, yeah. uh, No, it's all good. They need to have that, though. They need it. Yeah,
0: they definitely do. But I'm going to hop in with the NFC North. And, yeah. And I guess you can go a lot of directions because the Vikings were close. The Lions definitely weren't close. And the Bears went in complete opposite direction. Um, but I'm going to say the Packers because the window for Aaron Rodgers to win another Super Bowl is really closing. It, it, it's coming in. And it's going to be here faster than we know it. Uh, Green Bay has 10 draft picks. Um, and a lot of these draft picks are late-round capital. But that's going to give them a lot of flexibility to kind of move around, maybe like jump up five picks here and there. You know what yeah. I mean? Just to kind of really get the guys that they want. Um and all all of these predictions, all of these things that we're talking about, is before we even get to the compensatory picks. Um, what those will be handed out before free agency starts. Um, compensatory picks for those of you that don't know go to teams that like lose big free agents. Like the landing, yeah. Co- Land, the Giants are getting a third round pick for losing Landon Collins. But it's not just if they lose; they have to leave in free agency for another destination. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can trade away Odell and you get a compensatory pick for that, you know. Um, but Going in with the Green Bay Packers, you know, I, I think I talked about it uh, when we did our mock draft episode. You guys are going to have to tune in to listen. A little good shit for the plug over there. No, yeah. um, but they don't have that much cap. I mean, if they restructure or cut Jimmy Graham's contract, they could save $8 million. Um, and I don't think that he's worth the $10 million that he's making right now. So they should definitely look to upgrade as far as that goes. Um, but with the 10 draft picks, I mean, you need to get young, you need to get better. And Lou, I don't think that I would be surprised if Green Bay, like late first or, or second round, like went in the quarterback direction. I mean, we saw Aaron Rodgers get picked when Brett Favre was still winning football games there. And if they want to be set up for the future, I mean, Matt, Matt LaFleur got that team to the playoffs this year, and they looked really good. Um, they just need to look. That good on the road They looked like A top team at home But I mean When they went to San Fran twice It, it was just like they, they were a bottom Five football team You know yeah. what I mean Um, So I think that's My NFC North team That needs to have A successful offseason
1: Yeah so an NFC North team That needs to make a splash Or they're absolutely Screwed And when I say screwed Like they're screwed um, It's the Bears 26 million in cap space No first round pick Good job Right there Because <laughs> um, of uh, Trubisky that was Trubisky great. and, and Cleo Khalil Mack Mac. Um, they're, they're going to lose Ha Ha Clinton Dixon free agency. They could lose Danny Trevathan and Taylor Gabriel who was like their only decent receiver outside Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. It's like, where do you go? Your running backs have been useless. Your quarterback is useless. Your tight ends are useless. It's like you're completely offensively inept and two of the seven best players on your defense could walk and you yeah. don't have the money to resign them. It's like, you pulled the Rams but you didn't even get close to as far and it's nah, just like... No. Man, if they don't do something or just sure up, like I don't know, I don't even know what they can do. But I pick them because if they don't do something drastic,
0: they're screwed. They're yeah. absolutely screwed. I mean, they're paying Khalil Mack twenty six million dollars, and like it's cool. But like, if you want to establish a Super Bowl defense, you need to have a Super Bowl team, and. I mean, I, I think it's clear that, that Trubisky didn't play the way that they planned on him playing next year, but still, like, David Montgomery didn't play good at the running back position. Neither, Neither did, did Tariq yeah. Cohen, you know what I mean? Alan Robinson is good, but we always talk about him with injury history. They need to find guys that, that can really, you know, like, make an impact now, and yeah, they've done it a lot defensively, but they need to do it more offensively. <laughs> Lou, even going back to a first-round pick they had a couple years ago, remember they drafted Kevin White in the top 10? Yeah. Where is he now? I don't know. He's, he's on he's on the couch. He's probably recording just like us. Yeah, dude. He said BJ's working the register,
1: and it's funny because they all ju- they really just thought they were gonna throw the island of misfit toys on offense, and yeah. Nagy was gonna magically swirl it all the together. The puppet show. Yeah, he was really gonna just stir the pot with his magic, his magic play calling, and it was gonna be great. And they couldn't score more than ten versus a decent I know. team. Imagine they're horrible, and I like them. Like it. Man, don't get me started. They put themselves in such a corner, and if they don't back themselves out now, they're going to have to rebuild completely. And
0: this is why teams choose to to build through the draft uh, instead of free agency because w- when you just get rid of draft picks, it messes up your future. I mean, if they had a first-round pick now and they can get a top talent – it's significantly different, you know. They but, could get Jerry
1: Judy, right? Yeah, now, they could
0: get Jerry Judy. And, and that would work wonders, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, look at where they're picking. I'm pretty sure the twelfth pick that that the Raiders have. If it wasn't twelve, then it's nineteen. One of those two picks, it's that fine. that that's still a top receiver, you know. We're talking about the difference of having like C D Lamb, Judy, and Ruggs on your team compared to like Whoever they can get in the second round, I, I, I mean, like, yeah, we talk about it being a deep draft, but the impact that these guys are going to make right away is is, is so different. Yeah. Um. But enough with the NFC North spiel because yeah, it's not it's not one of my it's favorite divisions. It's embarrassing. <laughs> but let's go to the NFC South, and I, I think it's got to be the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, I like I really like what Arians is doing, but they have such such a core there with, with Godwin and Evans. I mean, they have a lot of good defensive guys too. I just think with the six draft picks that they have and the 85 million in cap space if you don't get some impact guys shore up that quarterback position shore up a pass rusher get someone in that secondary that can that can cover you know i mean I think that this is just going to be a team that we're going to just always talk about being in the rebuild if they don't do it now. So that's why I think that they need to really make an impact this year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, another team that is, I'm negative Nancy today, the team that is absolutely, when I say screwed, they're screwed regardless of what they do. The Falcons, yeah. they have $4 million in cap space. Yeah, hard. 4 They're going to lose Vic Beasley, Claiborne, and the best tight end in the league. <laughs> poop? hoop. <laughs> top three tight end in the league. But regardless, I mean... You have to pray. You have to pray to God that Austin Hubbard takes $3 million. He
0: ain't taking, $3 million. taking $3 million. He's not taking $3 He <laughs> was just making
1: 600000 Yeah. And and then you have the 16th pick in the draft. Like, okay, say you get a good defensive player. You couldn't stop a nosebleed last year, and you drafted two old O-linemen last year back-to-back, back, and they both weren't that good. Yeah. And it's like, and I hate it because one of them was from BC, and I think they could be decent. But it's like, dude, how long is this, like, Matt Ryan, like, I want an MVP card going to run? Like, when is that going to run out? Yeah,
0: no, I mean, soon. I mean, we saw... The Newton card just ran out. It expired. Yeah, we saw Julio kind of make the whole whole pitch to keep the coach around. And if it wasn't for Julio, we probably would have lost his job last year. I mean, they got lucky that they went on that run at the end of the season the way they did. Because if they didn't, I mean, they probably would be starting over now. And not that I ever think that Julio would... Would be like someone that that gets talked about traded. but Matt Ryan definitely could. A lot of their veterans that are making a lot of money would be guys that would be getting talked about a, yeah. as as potential trade candidates. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Balula, let's hear your AF uh, your NFC West team.
1: My favorite team in the NFC West by far. I'm getting a little more positive here. Uh, going to Seattle, 59 million in cap space, uh, The 27th pick, and they have the 27th in the second round. Which isn't bad. Uh, I mean, they're, they're right in the middle of each uh, each round, essentially, because there's their needs are a little different than everyone else. It's like, we have the guys on the wide receiver core, they think. They have the tight end now with Greg Olson. They need an old, a little bit of an old line, but it's like, I really think they need to just re-sign everybody. Get Clowney back, Uh, get McCall Kendricks back, and I would let Ansel walk. If Ziggy Ansel yeah. wants that much money...
0: Go. No, yeah. Just go. Just show them the door, Lou. No, yeah. but but I, I definitely think that they can they can find uh, Ziggy Ansah's production through the yeah. draft. You Absolutely. know what I mean?
1: And a, a guy I like going there as a wide receiver because they they're an island of misfit toys over there. Taylor Gabriel, if he leaves the Bears, which I think he will, him in Seattle as a three for Russell Wilson, oh, man, book it. It's over. Book yeah. it.
0: No, that, that definitely wouldn't be a bad spot. Um, with with Lockett and Metcalf there, another spot I think Taylor Gabriel could end up. Um, just just because he would he would fit. Um, what what I think the Bills like really already have. Yeah. I, I just I just think if, if he was there with with you know Beasley and Brown, you know that. Three small guys, but you know they they perform well for their size. Oh yeah. Um. So, so circus I
1: think, catches out the wazoo with Taylor Gabriel. Yeah, seriously
0: out the wazoo. Jesus Lou, you're really on one today. I am. <laughs> it's a good day. But but I'm gonna I'm gonna come in with, with my NFC West team, and that's the Arizona Cardinals. I think it's important that that they find guys now that that are gonna make them successful and, and kind of be established for years to come. For Kingsbury's job security, for Kyler Murray's job security, for Larry Fitz's sanity. You know, <laughs> just just kind of go all around there I, I i think it's tough because their division's so hard i mean the rams went to the super bowl two years ago uh the seahawks are, are always going to be a super bowl contender you san know the fran just san went. fran just went to the super bowl um so so i think that they're, they're definitely a team um that needs to have success to to show that what they're doing is really translating and working um so with six draft picks and 40 million i think it's going to be tough to see how they can kind of improve. Um, but get Chandler Jones some help yeah. on defense. You know, if, if you do draft a receiver like C.D. Lamb, like we're kind mm-hmm. of predicting, then, you know, get, get some offensive line help. They just locked up D.J. Humphreys, their tackle, um, for a couple of years. But even Patrick Peterson, yeah, he's not the corner that he once was, but if you get him some help he, – I mean, look at Richard Sherman's career. When he, when he went to a new team, he yeah. I don't want to say he got resurrected because he he never really was on, on, on the downside of that, you know. Um, but I, I just think that he'd be a good pair if they get a a, a safety like maybe even a linebacker to go yeah. with Hassan Riddick. I, I think it would really work wonders. Yeah. Um, but me Lou, you know, covering the NFL offseason. It's cool, you know, like even though the NFL season isn't here, you know, we're kind of speaking things into existence. So so I like what we're doing. I hope everyone else does too. That wraps it up for this episode since the sandbox, baby.
1: Peace.